If you're working your abs like most people at the gym, you really have to stop because most people are making fundamental mistakes that are preventing them from building a pronounced six pack with clearly defined abs. By watching this video, you can easily fix these mistakes and change the way that you're working your abs to get more out of your workouts and see much faster progress. I constantly say that abs need to be trained like other muscles in your body if you want them to grow and become more prominent. The first step to training your abs like other muscles is to actually focus on the muscle that you're trying to target. Now I know that that might sound like common sense, but most people aren't following this very basic rule of targeting their abs when they're doing abdominal exercises. So the very first thing that you have to stop doing is stop using your hip flexors or the muscles in your neck and your back instead of your abs. The rectus abdominis, which is the six pack looking outer layer of muscle that we're trying to build up here, that muscle's main responsibility is trunk flexion. It does this by pulling the rib cage closer to the pelvis. The only way that you're gonna be able to build this muscle up is by progressively overloading that motion of torso flexion. But the problem is that most people will take great rectus abdominis building exercises like hanging knee tucks and stability ball sit-ups and they'll use the completely wrong muscles to complete these exercises. For example, with the hanging knee tucks, they might just be tucking their hips up, so they're just using their hip flexors to raise their knees up and down without incorporating torso flexion and bending around their midsection. If you're just raising your knees up and down during this exercise without curling your knees into your chest and focusing on bending around your waistline, chances are very high you're wasting your time building up your hip flexors. Using stability ball sit-ups as another example, a lot of people will simply pull their heads up and down with minimal torso flexion. Not only does this increase your risk of a neck injury, but without bending around your torso, without focusing on making your pelvis, which is the front part of your hips, by the way, guys, without focusing on bringing that closer to the top of your rib cage, right under your chest, you're once again wasting your time. Another mistake that prevents torso flexion with stability ball sit-ups is using your legs to roll back and forth for every sit-up. This once again takes the rectus abdominis out of the movement and puts the majority of the work on your legs. You can also prevent proper torso flexion by using too much momentum instead of going slow and feeling the muscle that you're attempting to work. There are also tons of other ab exercises that can get you to make very similar mistakes causing you to work other muscles instead of your rectus abdominis that you're trying to target. To ensure that you're actually using your abs correctly during all your ab exercises, focus on proper form involving torso flexion, which is once again, where you're aiming to bring your pelvis up towards the bottom of your chest. Also by understanding that torso flexion is necessary to build up prominent ab muscles, you wanna prioritize the order of your abdominal exercises accordingly. Exercises like ab rollouts, planks, and other exercises that don't involve much torso flexion should be positioned towards the end of your ab workout after already going through exercises that involve more of that torso flexion. One last thing that I do wanna mention about this mistake is even though I'm big on using heavy weights for your ab exercises, before moving up to heavy weights, you wanna first ensure that you understand how to properly flex your torso and target the right muscles. While on the topic of form, let's address another big mistake that you have to stop making. Working your abs with an incorrect range of motion. Not only is too short of a range of motion gonna slow down your progress, but believe it or not, too long of a range of motion can turn your ab workout into a big waste of time. A very short range of motion in regard to ab exercises 
can be seen in exercises like crunches on the floor or planks, which actually have no range of motion and are considered an isometric exercise. You can take almost any ab exercise that's done on the floor and increase the range of motion correctly to make the exercise more effective. For example, you can do decline sit-ups or stability ball crunches to increase the negative range of motion instead of regular sit-ups on the floor. Both decline sit-ups and stability ball sit-ups allow you to go past the point of neutral, allowing you to open your ab muscles more on the descent. This will allow you to break down and rebuild more ab muscle. By changing the angle and the range of motion that exercises are performed, you can place more stress on your rectus abdominis. You can do this for most ab exercises. For example, instead of just doing regular leg raises, you could do incline leg raises on a bench to increase the range of motion and to create an angle that's better suited for breaking down your abs. Now this doesn't mean that you can't incorporate exercises with a shorter range of motion like regular crunches into your routine, but the bread and butter of your routine should be exercises that allow for a greater range of motion. However, like I said earlier, too much range of motion can be just as problematic as too little range of motion. An example of too much range of motion would be doing an exercise like stability ball crunches once again and sitting all the way up for every rep. By coming all the way up to where your spine is perpendicular to the ground, you completely take the pressure off your abs. It's like taking a break in between every one of your reps. The same thing can happen with a great exercise like the incline leg raises. You could raise your legs so high over your head that it takes the pressure entirely off of your abs. To prevent this from happening, concentrate on always keeping the tension on your abs. If you feel the tension come off your abs, you know you went too far. With most sit-up and crunching movements, instead of sitting up to a perpendicular 90 degrees, you don't want to go up higher than roughly 60 degrees before coming back down. The next mistake I want you to avoid is focusing entirely on either isolation exercises or focusing entirely on compound exercises to build your abs. Compound exercises like deadlifts and squats are excellent at stimulating your posterior core muscles like your back extensors. They're also great at building functional core stabilization strength and they're great at working deep tissue core muscles. However, just doing deadlifts and squats for abs is not going to be enough. They're not going to do all that much for the external layers of ab muscles that you actually see, including the rectus abdominis and the external obliques. Isolation exercises, on the other hand, are great for building the anterior or the front part of your core, both for muscular strength and size. You want to make sure that you incorporate both into your weekly routine to get the best of both worlds. This way you'll be able to build functional core strength for both your anterior and posterior core muscles while building six-pack abs that actually stand out. The next major ab mistake that you should stop doing right away is going very high with reps instead of concentrating on increasing the intensity of your exercises. I've already touched on this in previous videos and I've talked briefly about it a little earlier. Obviously step one is to make sure that your form is correct and you're doing the right exercises so you can target the muscles that you're actually trying to improve. However, once your form is good and your abs become accustomed to the intensity of your workouts, the only way to continue getting results is with progressive overload. The best way to progressively overload your abs for growth is by incrementally increasing the weight load used over time. I like increasing weight over time because first of all, that's exactly what you would do to grow your biceps, your chest, or your legs. Your abs shouldn't be treated any differently. But the other reason why is because you always have a definitive way to increase the intensity of your workout. 
You know that by performing weighted sit-ups with 20 pounds behind your head, instead of the usual 15 pounds behind your head, you increase intensity in an easily trackable way. By constantly increasing the weight load used, your abs will constantly be getting stronger and more prominent. Keep in mind when you work your abs with weights, it's very important to give them a chance to recover. Do not be one of those silly gym rats that work their abs every single day. This is extremely counterproductive because you don't give them the chance to recover and grow. With that said, let's move on to the biggest ab mistake that you need to stop making right away. This is one that I've mentioned many times in previous videos, but if you're spending your time doing selectorizer ab machinery, you need to stop right away. Selectorizer ab machines are the ones that you see that are locked into a range of motion and they have a pin where you can actually select your weight. There are also hammer strength versions of these machines that are also still locked into a range of motion, but instead of a stack of weights that you use a pin for, you load plate weights onto the machine. Both of these types of machines are not gonna be anywhere near as effective as traditional ab exercises, and they're more likely to cause an injury. When you lock yourself into a range of motion, you take all the stabilization benefit out of the movement because the machine is doing the stabilizing for you. Due to the fact that these machines are not custom built for your body, if you're too tall or too short, chances are very high you won't be flexing your torso properly. You'll notice that most of these ab machines cause bending around your hips rather than your torso. This will cause you to wind up using your hip flexors a lot more than the abs that you intend to target. By sticking to traditional ab exercises, like the ones that I've already mentioned today, you'll be able to target your abs better, you'll also get more torso flexion and extension, and you'll work your deep tissue ab muscles as well as your stabilizers in a way that would be absolutely impossible with these machines that are locked into a range of motion. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you guys out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Remember that seeing a really defined six pack is not just about fixing your ab workout mistakes, but it's also about addressing your diet mistakes. So make sure you visit my website where we're running a six week challenge right now designed to help you get shredded so you can see super visible abs. Most of my clients that have taken part in this challenge have either lost 20 pounds or 5% of their body fat in only 42 days. You get a 42 day workout plan that includes my ab shredding program, as well as a customized diet plan and a coach to mentor and guide you through the entire process. And as long as you simply follow and stick through the plan, you can get the entire challenge and all the material for free. To learn more, click the link below, or you can just visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon. Pump it.